Let us pray. Holy God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Alleluia. Amen. It felt good to be back. Not that this was a place that the man remembered himself, just from his father's stories. Although that was enough to look around the fallen stones and see what had been, to see the porticos and courtyards where once his people had brought offerings, to see them all in their full glory as they had been before the temple fell. He could even see the tumbled walls of the most sacred place and remember the story of his father, one of the tribe of Levi, getting to bring the offering before the Holy of Holies, the place of God's own self. His father would be proud that he carried on their lineage, that he had stepped into his role as priest, even though the temple was still in ruins around them. Even though he had been born in exile, he knew what to do. Hadn't they, the others of his tribe, nodded in approval of the prayer that he had offered, his acknowledgement of their sin, his humble asking for God to smite their enemies, even as prophets had done in generations past? Even as the people dispersed from their prayers, he sat upon a bit of broken wall, not quite ready to leave, needing to let his imagination build up the temple again, just as it had been before the exile. He longed to feel the earth shake beneath his feet, to know the sign of God's return into this sacred place. Excuse me, came a soft voice. He hadn't seen the young man sitting just a little way down the wall. I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm curious. Did you mean it? What you said at prayer. Did you mean it about the earthquakes and all of that? Did you mean to pray for destruction? I don't understand. Haven't we had enough of that? Haven't we had enough devastation? Enough burning, enough loss for several lifetimes? The man smiled indulgently at the youth, whose cheek was still smooth and whose voice remained high and delicate. Certainly, I don't want any of us to get hurt, but... Should we not seek in our prayers to request the presence of God, especially here in this place? We must pray so that God will answer. A frown creased the youth's forehead just for a moment. Was release from captivity not enough? Wasn't that an answer, that you came back here to Jerusalem? The youth raised a graceful hand to take in all of their surroundings, and the man wondered suddenly if it were not a young woman beside him, and he shifted slightly, edging away, but answered despite himself. Release into what? This? There was more anger in his voice than he had anticipated, and he took a breath, pushing down the disappointment that had plagued him since his arrival in the still-ruined city. We'd hoped that it would be enough. We had hoped that the end of captivity would mean not only our return, but God's return to this place. That it would mean the renewal of Israel, a new golden age of God's favor upon God's people. Well, 
do you hope for now? she asked, and the man thought it must be a woman to seem so adult and yet speak so lightly. He didn't dare to look closely at her. What if someone saw them, saw him sitting with a woman whose family had clearly not been important enough to deport? And yet her question intrigued him. We, we hope for God to speak, he replied, for God to turn back to us. What would that look like? This time he did look. He couldn't help it. The question had been so impertinent. Perhaps he was a boy after all. What young woman would dare such a question, especially of him, especially of a member of the House of Levi? Perhaps it was a boy sent by those who remained, those who had put on airs during the exile, who now thought themselves leaders in Israel. Perhaps the whole conversation was a setup, but he would show this boy how things were supposed to be. He would set him on the true path that Babylon had disrupted. He couldn't help his origins, after all. If God spoke again, we'd stop sinning. He raised his eyebrows and looked meaningfully at the boy, and wondered again if he weren't a girl. Abruptly, he said, We'd give God our full worship, as we did when David was king. The youth smiled politely. You need God to speak in order to do that? I don't understand. You need God to shake the mountains so that you can... What, go and rebuild the homes that are lost? Is that how we are to worship God? This time the man didn't try to tamp down his anger. In a rush of fury that brought him to his feet, he cried out, You have no idea what it was like. We were taken from our land, taken from our God. You had no idea what it was, trying to live in a new place so far from the land that God gave us, trying to teach our children in a place where we couldn't hear God. We'd hoped returning here would mean the return of God into our lives, and that we had done with sinning, and that we would be forgiven everything that had led to our exile in the first place. You don't know what it's like to return to where God is supposed to be and hear only silence. The youth sat quietly as the man collapsed back onto the wall, head in his hands. When the man finally looked up, he found the youth gazing steadily at him. Boy or girl, perhaps it didn't matter. There was such kindness in those brown eyes. Or were they green? And the youth's voice was tender. No, I don't know what it was like. The elders here taught what it was like to lose all our leaders how we had to find within ourselves the way to maintain our community and do what God expected of us. They taught that even though God was silent now, God had spoken before, and we still had to listen to what had been said. The man frowned. Didn't you hope that God would lay waste to the Babylonian occupiers? Didn't you want God to show forth God's power in earthquake and fire? You lived here. It's the ruins of God's temple right before you. Didn't you want the people who had done this to suffer? He stared straight into the youth's eyes, the shifting colors in which he sought validation, as the words he'd spoken in prayer right there in the ruined temple seemed suddenly heavy within him. And the youth, but was she young? 
outside with the grief of generations. We had already endured destruction and death when the armies arrived from Babylon. Their marching feet, their drums, the battering of the city walls felt like all Zion was quaking. Why should we wish to live that again? Why should we wish it on anyone? The man was persistent, almost begging, but didn't you hope that God would rescue you? The youth laughed, though not unkindly. We hoped to do what God expected of us. We hoped to live in ways pleasing to God. We hoped each day to find reasons to go on. So we fed one another. We repaired each other's homes. And when hope seemed thin, we told stories that made God feel closer. And putting a hand gently on the man's arm, the youth, unless he was elderly, murmured, Your hope told you to wait for God to act. But our hope told us to act while we waited for God. Our hope reminded us that God is in the care of a newborn child, a sick elder. God is in sharing what we have rather than railing against what we don't. After all, hope is the assurance of things not seen. The man started, what was that last bit? And the youth, he must be young with such a smooth cheek, chuckled, nothing, I'm, I'm sorry, don't mind me. The man shook his head. Everything seemed to be confused. He took a deep breath, trying to hang on to the thread of their conversation. But that's just it. I hope in God, whom I cannot see until God chooses to return in radiance, in power, in glory, to cleanse us and to keep us from sin. The youth's laugh, still not unkind, sounded like a trumpet. You hope in a God you can see clearly? Oh, yeah, a God whose form you know, whose coming you have envisioned so often that you can taste it. You hope in a God whose presence will be made known in expected ways, in the vengeance and destruction that will justify you, in a shining temple, and a return to the way things used to be. Isn't that true, O son of Levi? The man pulled his arm away from the youth's hand. Yes, I am a son of Levi, and I know the ways of God. You'll see, when the mountains shake and the purification comes, you'll see that I was right when God comes back among us. The youth, who didn't really seem as young as the man had thought, sighed. I suppose we shall indeed see. Meanwhile, I'm staying not far from here, just around the corner. Won't you come and have supper with me? I don't have much, but it is enough to share. The man gazed out across the ruins, which for one brief moment seemed restored to ancient splendor. Perhaps another time I, I should be getting home, he replied. But the wall beside him was as empty as the sacred space before him, where once the people had given thanks for a god, who never abandons God's people. Thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs>